MSW Media. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela and welcome to. I am really proud. I am really honored. He's a jackass. Stop it. Get off it, Donald. Hey, what happened? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. You blow it. You idiot. Idiot of a week. Week, 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 week. Thank you for joining us here on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and MSW Media. You have delicious choices. I mean, amazing taste in entertainment. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to thank those of you who are Patreon subscribers because you make this work possible. Mm-hmm. We absolutely do. For those of you who are OGs in the struggle and those of you who are new to it and those of you who are about to do it, we love and thank you because you are you are literally keeping us afloat and we cannot thank you enough. We appreciate you. And the way we show our appreciation is by giving you three micro idiots a week. I'm talking that is nothing but sanity in your ears. Plus, we're starting to put up videos on the Patreon site. There's just nothing but gratitude flowing. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, and if you want some Frangela in your pocket or you want to send some happy Frangela to somebody else as a gift, you can go to Cameo.com and we can record a thank you video, a hello video, happy anniversary, happy Halloween shoot. Do it all. That's what I'm saying. You can give it as a gift. It's a video. And we we want to appreciate... You just listening and tuning in, reviewing and rating with only five stars. I don't think it works below that. And just let people know about the po- this podcast. Those things, rating, reviewing, and letting people know about it are really helpful and effective. And we can't thank you enough for doing that because we know money ain't always a thing. Clearly, we don't have it. So we thank you for all of your efforts to support this podcast. Speaking of support and efforts, thank you everybody who came out, who came and uh came uh and showed up and supported the show this past Saturday at the Saban. Uh either or like two at, Saturdays it, ago. Oh, was it two Saturdays ago? It will be for this. Oh, right, 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 right. No, and not so, for us. For you, it was last Saturday. I don't want to mess you up that girl, hard. Girl, that freaked me out. It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know? Yes. I was like, okay. Uh, we want to thank you so much uh, for your support. And and we want to remind you that the pay-per-view is available. Do it. $20. And you can watch the pay-per-view now. Two yes. weeks later, almost. You can watch it. Go get it. I think it's good through the at least the end of the month, if not the end of the year. So go to sexyliberal.com and watch the Sexy Liberal Show. You can pause it and go to the bathroom. It's delightful. It's delightful. And I heard, I heard, Angela, it was one of the best sexy liberal shows ever. I've heard repeatedly it was the best. Okay. And I mean, we've got special guests, Glenn Kirshner, Malcolm Nance. Um, and and who else was there? Oh, Braun Perlman. Ron it was Perlman. absolutely delightful. So you've got to watch it. Check it yes, out. Yes, 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 yes. So funny, so funny. And join us, speaking of funny, join us every Friday morning for the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show for Fridays with Frangela. Blackest hour on radio. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. From the vice president of everything, Kamala That's H. That's right. She's the vice president <laughs> of the Army of the Anti-Dumb, Kamala That's H. right. Our girl. I don't think I can say it without laughing. Dead body turns out to be, quote, very dirty, broken, and overused sex doll. 
Okay. Wait, okay. So wait, 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 wait. Just so I understand this headline, what you're saying is that there was a there was a a dead body. People thought they saw a dead body. That's right. There were reports of a reports. dead body. They called the police and said it's a dead body. That's but right. As it turns out, spoiler alert, it's not a dead body. It was a quote. This is a quote. Very dirty, broken, and overused sex doll. It's the overused that got it's me. So all of the words are bad, but overuse does have a special, it's like a piquant sort of uh what is it? It's a very tangy it is tangy. It kind is, of like it, is tangy. it makes everything in your face go like just sort of squeeze <laughs> overused. It's really evocative. Okay. Reports of a dead body dumped in English woods were blown out of proportion. Uh, were they? Were they? Were they? It turned out to be, quote, a very dirty, broken, overused <laughs> sex say doll, according to the cops. Can't say enough. That's my band. My new band is called Very Dirty, Broken, and Overused Sex Doll. That's my band type name. Now, 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 this is what I love about the police. The police closed off a road for 31 hours. <laughs> Okay, closed it off to seal the crime scene. Yes. This is in Warwickshire. Yes. After someone taking a stroll called authorities to say that they had seen limbs sticking out from the undergrowth. Okay. The police thought that they had a murder investigation on their hands, so they called in the forensics team. That was a good guess. That was good. But upon closer inspection which mm -hmm. no doubt included old-fashioned detective work. Authorities determined that the find was more goofy than grisly, okay? This is what I don't understand. Why was the scene closed off for 31 hours and if it was a sex doll? It, it sounds to me like it was 31 hours before they approached it, which That's I don't know. This is where I have a problem. Which is a problem for me because like, were you afraid it was booby trapped? Like, why did you wait? Like, it doesn't make a lot of sense in that way unless they were trying to comb the entire area around it and it took that long for them to get near this scene, trying to make sure they didn't disturb any possible evidence on their way to it. But that's, for me, I mean, but 31 hours does seem a long time, like a very long time, unless <laughs> a it's a really long time, unless it took them 10 minutes to figure out it was a sex doll and then another 29 hours and 50 minutes to laugh that I might believe or 30 hours that I might believe if they're like, and then we laughed the rest of it. Um, but I have to say, apparently um, they announced this is the this is the statement. This is a quote. It is with great relief that we can announce that the pathologist was able to identify that the foot and hand beneath the bush did in fact belong to a discarded and realistic life-size doll. But it took the pathologist? Did it really take a pathologist? <laughs> did it really? I'm not, I don't want to, I know why I'm not trying to besmirch the pathologist's qualifications, Francis. <laughs> you went to school for that, boo-boo. And in no way am I trying to suggest we that we don't need pathologists. I'm not saying that. I'm simply asking, in this Mattel-like situation did we need to call the did the pathologist need to sign off on the fact that that was a doll and not a person okay and then they say when they finally dragged the corpse out they realized the blunder okay the officers apparently had a very big laugh about it also how would you know that the doll was overused well i there's there's 
there's a number of problems. But let me start with my biggest issue. The cavalier and horribly insensitive mm-hmm. way that the death and the overuse and abuse of this sex doll has been treated. Thank you. There are people, objectophiles, who I expect to see picketing and protesting this egregious, insulting turn of events. All throughout this horrific article are efforts to shame, denigrate, and devalue this sex doll, okay? (laughs) Also, Angela, this is what I don't understand. This may have been her final resting place. Who knows why she was there? You may have Uh disturbed. disturbed Mm -hmm. Okay, but also, this is my question. The person who put her out there Right. Here we go. This is something we do need to get to. I hope they didn't disturb. I would still dust it for Prince. This is my question. Somebody put her there and buried her. Sort of buried. Threw her in a bush, it sounds like. Well, threw her in a... That, mm, that ain't right. But this is the thing, Francis. I think, first of all, there is the issue of the, the um, editorialization mm-hmm. of overused. What exactly is overused? Right, 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 right. She was clearly still inflated. (laughs) I think she was silicone. Well, then what's overused? That seems like that's an opinion. Okay, that is... Well, well, okay, no, I have a question. Were her lips gone? Were her nipples (laughs) rubbed down? Uh, Was the vagina still left? I will give you, if anything was rubbed down, that's overused. I will give you that. We can agree when to that. Say, when you say overused, I need I, to know what I'm, I'm talking going, about. Yeah. I need to know. Did you make extra holes in it? <laughs> yeah, that's right. And also, I I think that uh, broken, how was it broken? It didn't function anymore? <laughs> I mean, how did it not function anymore? Had the holes collapsed? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Um, and very dirty. Again, this is subjective. Some people like dirty play. What is it that you're saying? That's right. I need to know. I need a photo. And I need the ram. I need the parameters. I didn't know what we're talking about. And on top of that, I do have to say, in a sort of serious way, there's this part of it that goes, "What if this was a trial run at dumping bodies there? What if this is a serial killer who's even better at this? Who went? You know what? I wonder if I could, if I dumped a body here like this, how long would it take for somebody to discover it? Wow, what? Well, you know why, Francis? Because we just uh, a lot of you, I know, we saw you there at the symposium this past weekend for the mindful thief where you, it was a really, it, uh, just congratulations to everybody who attended. It was such a great symposium uh, where you did, she did a really great uh, spoken word piece about the getaway mm, yes. that was beautiful and touching yeah. and informative. Well, you know what? It's just that <laughs> when you, this is the, the point of decomposition. It can be art. Mm. Okay. And I thought that was so poignant. It, you know, and, but the reality is you, you, you can't touch the, the stressful parts of the getaway, right? Right. And then not explore the artful parts of the getaway. I love that you did that because I think that this, this really falls in, because I was like, well, what would be, what was the, this is a bad getaway or was it, was it a trial run at a getaway? There it is. There it is. That's the only justification I could come up for this because 
do we need to put instructions on how to dispose of these things on them? Do you need to put on there? Don't just, you know how like prescription will be like, don't throw this in a toilet or don't put this in the sewer. Like, do we need to do that? Because this is not how we get rid of anything. There is well, nothing that you're supposed you to go throw okay, out in the woods okay. under a bush. Okay, okay, stop. What if I put it, what if he put it in the garbage can? That'd be even worse. People would be it? like, that's a body in the, in the trash. You or, can't, you can't put it in, you can't put it in the, what, they ain't got bags? Then you got a body. If you're throwing it away, cut it up if you have to. Put it in a bag, put it in a box, take it to the dump directly. This wasn't like it was just like out in the open. This is the thing, Angela, what you are not acknowledging is that this was a relationship. Well, that's what I'm saying. This is what I was saying from the first get, get jump, is that the way that this article treats this, it's as if it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's as if it doesn't matter how this dog it's treated just the devaluation of this look somebody loved this doll at one point at one point but not no more and for five to six minutes maybe tops somebody loved this doll <laughs> totally at a time at a time next okay up. next up what you got this is from bridget J. we love you bridget thank you bridget this is very upsetting randy nethkin allegedly sets own house on fire over dog poo. Now, I have watched you, Angela, raise dogs, have dogs, deal with sick dogs, puppies, everything. Okay? Mm -hmm. I've never seen you try to set the house on fire. Be clear that I have dealt with what I called poo-nados. I know. Francis will tell you, I've had to to not go to dinner or leave and be like, there's a punado at the house. I got mm. home because I have elderly dogs and sick dogs for years that just things would, you know, they couldn't help themselves and things would happen. And um, and so you just had to take care of it. You never saw me get mad. I'd get tired, yeah. but you never saw me get mad or just go, you know what? I was burning this. That's not... <laughs> But apparently there was a fecal inferno. Man allegedly upset. Which has got, it's so awful, so awful. With puppy for defecating all over the house, allegedly decides to set little fires everywhere. And then start his own GoFundMe because he considered himself a victim. To me, there, there is a reason why they really do sit there and and ask you questions before you go into pet ownership. They should. When you go get an animal. They okay? should. A West Virginia man was either unable or unwilling to clean up after his family's newest addition. It's, un it's unwilling because he was able to set fucking fires. Yes. Okay. A puppy dog made a mess inside, so... He set his house on fire. This is the joke we make about spiders, okay? Fire is not a cleaning tool. I don't know how many ways we can say this. It is not a cleaning tool. No. If you are, if you are not involved in large crop rotation, okay, it is not a tool for you. No. Or forest no. management. And I mean, in an official capacity, not your own. I dubbed me. No. Randy Nefkin. Oh, Randy. 32. Th this motherfucker, 32 years old, stands accused of one count 
of arson. His fontanelle still soft, I think. What is that? The, <laughs> yes, the, um, fontanelle. fontanelle. Mm -hmm. For setting his home alight after he became, quote, upset with the puppy for defecating all over the house. Jesus Christ. This is West Virginia. Of course it is. And uh, apparently... He tried to say the house just caught on fire, right? Right. Initially, he made a apartment. Yeah, he made a call to the nine to nine one one, and he told dispatchers that the fire, quote unquote, originated in the attic. Okay, so he calls nine one one. He's like, "Yeah, I got a fire in the attic." Randy, is that you? Yeah. How's your puppy? <laughs> Once there, the fire marshals allegedly discovered a different source for the blaze. In quote what appeared to be burned drawers found not on the attic, but towards the rear of the involved structure. Okay, the first time I read this, I thought, do they mean panties? <laughs> for drawers? No. Drawers out I of thought the chest. Maybe I know, but I was like, do they mean panties? No, it's, those aren't drawers. That's, those are called drawers. But this is the, but we're reading it, so that's not a pronunciation. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm like, so... Did they, because I was like trying to envision what they were getting at because they don't say chest of drawers, they say drawers. So like, did this man take drawers out of a chest of drawers and start fires in the drawers and then disp I'm interested in how he did this in sort of the setup because, well, anyway, keep going because this is what he did. So there were multiple separate and distinct <laughs> non-communicating <laughs> fires. I love this languaging around this. So what I they're making it. very clear is that that there were many fires started in the house and they weren't talking to each other. They were no, they not weren't. in cooperation they with each other. They were incommunicato. They were incommunicato with each other. And they um, there were multiple. They were distinct. So this is what it sounds like what he did was, apparently there must have been a chest someplace. And what it feels like what he did was he took the drawers, like if you have like a six drawer chest, right? He mm -hmm. took the drawers out, set fires inside the drawers he set the drawers all across the house set fires and then tried to act like one fire started in the attic so um at least three additional separate and distinct non-communicating fires were in the bathroom vanity had been set and some female hygiene products were ignited i've just set my tampons those are expensive they're very expensive. And let me just, this is where I started to suspect this wasn't about the puppy. Hmm. That maybe this was an interpersonal conflict with the yeah. keeper of the feminine hygiene products. They observed three, then there were three more just left of the scuttle entrance. Uh, it's a, I guess it's a kind of attic entryway in the ceiling. Mm -hmm. um, and then there was extensive fire damage for the home. And so when they saw the evidence, they were like, look, you, you set these fires. And so he says it was because of the puppy. I don't think it was because of the puppy. I don't think so either. I think he's mad at somebody who got a puppy. There you go. So apparently what he did is he set up a GoFundMe to help pay for the damage because we didn't really have a lot of money. For the fire you set. This is an abuse of GoFundMe. <laughs> this is not, not what GoFundMe is, is for. for. It's not it's what not, GoFundMe it's is not. for. It's not. And you know what? And let me tell you something. The GoFundMe, I respect the GoFundMe so much because to me, 
when people genuinely need the GoFundMe, they yes. need it. No, and it's become it's like the past the hat in times when we can't do that. That's you know? right. And and it isn't enough to just pass the hat. It allows you to help support people in a time that you don't know from across the world, you know. But but not because here's the problem I have, like many idiot stories, there were there was time. Make you set the first fire. Did you have to send the next three or six or whatever it is? Like, I'm just like, you had time to decide this wasn't a good idea, to change your mind, to get the feelings out. No, no, you know what? This is the thing about the shit NATO, okay? The shit NATO happened and he was like, all this has got to go. This is <laughs> all done. of this. This is not, well, this remember is that done. This is the over. plane that where a person defecated all through it. Yes. Well, I was like, that plane is down. That's it's done. There's it's no done. amount of cleaning. There's it's no done. amount of cleaning. So all I can think of is that there was so much shit that he was just like, this is all just has to be burned. We gotta start over. This is done. I mean, and surely everybody would I would I would donate to it <laughs> if he just admitted it. If he said, look, we don't have a lot of money. And I know a lot of people are going to critique me from this, but I that had to go, okay? We need a new structure. The foundation, all right, but we need a new walls, new floors. I can't live in the shit house. I'm not asking that they be the Taj Mahal, but can y'all help us out? Because this just had, I would respect that. It's the lying and telling, sh just like talking shit, excuse the double entendre or whatever on the puppy that bothers me. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Next up, this is from Peter R. Thank you so much. Thank you. Alleged looters use canoe to flee from underwear clad homeowner in NB flood zone. I could not. This is New Brunswick, Canada. I could. I read this. I couldn't believe it, Angela. I was like, there is no honor. There is no honor. Also, also, can we canoe? Speaking of the symposium on the getaway, this was a really great uh, breakout <laughs> discussion group on what is an appropriate getaway vehicle and what is not. Canoe. Let me tell you something about a you fucking didn't even canoe. Address canoe because it's not even remotely. No, no, a canoe. A Unless you are canoe. an Olympic canoeer. <laughs> And I mean Olympic. I mean world record holding. Only then. Okay? You're right. Only then can a canoe right. be a getaway vehicle. Let us go. Because it's so much worse than it than me just saying that. But Angela, you have to remember these are Canadians. Okay? They respect a canoe. What they don't know how to move quick? They respect a canoe. That's all but I'm saying. You do curling, which is kind of slow. That's what I'm saying. They respect okay. this shit. Okay, three men who allegedly tried to loot a flooded New Brunswick home were forced to flee in a canoe from an angry underwear-clad homeowner. Marcus Harvey woke up in his in the new in the New Brunswick flood zone to a loud thud and a beam of flashlight coming up the stairs. Okay, now his house is flooded. Now he's in the flood zone. It's flooded. The whole area is flooded. Okay. Okay. There are no roads. It's that flooded. It's just just a lake now. Yes. He says, I hollered out hello, and a voice said, You need to evacuate. All right. At that point, he said, I knew it wasn't anybody that was there for my well-being. Harvey, six feet tall and more than 200 pounds, is one of the few homeowners in his area that hasn't evacuated despite rising waters 
and power outages. Which makes me question, Marcus. Yes. Also. Yes. Okay. He jumped out of bed, his booming voice questioning the intruders. He said they started scurrying like rats out my back door, so I ran after them. Still in his underwear, Harvey chased the burglars outside and heard splashing in the backyard. He jumped into on his pool deck, and he saw three men grabbing paddles and untying a canoe from behind from his butternut tree. Not to the butternut tree. This, I really <laughs> object to this next sentence. They were, he said, this is a quote. He said, they were looking to make a hasty retreat, Harvey ah, said. Uh-uh-uh, ah, ah, Marcus. That, they weren't looking to make a hasty retreat. Ah, They're looking to make some kind of retreat. A slow and steady <laughs> retreat. They were masked. I want to give them that credit. They were masked. Uh, one of them concealed his face with a hat and a bandana, while the other two wore hoodies tightly pulled around their faces. So he ran back inside, Marcus. Marcus. Yeah, Marcus. And then he found his camera equipment, okay? Intact, because it could have been flooded. Right? Could have been flooded. He grabbed a long lens and ran out to photograph the men's attempted escape in their getaway canoe. Okay, this is the first place where we can get rid of words like hasty. Because <laughs> if you have time to go find your camera equipment, which we all was in a closet in the back okay and had find your camera equipment. find the long lens right? that's I right it doesn't say here but i bet you we put on pants put on your pants <laughs> make sure there's film in the camera like come on dude first of all dude. you didn't have a cell phone second of all this is a it's about 15 minutes and they like half a foot away from they're like roll well, because you know what and you know what they're still saying they got one of them's going no you left no, you go left. No, you go, <laughs> you left. go left. And, that, no, and they just I turn it around in circles out there. And you tied it in that fucking Totally. In that you fucking okay. canoe. So evidence, piece of evidence number one, this is not hasty. So he says, this is a quote from Marcus. He says, I was able to snap one little grainy picture of three guys in a canoe. So he has time to look at the photo. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is low quality. <laughs> so then... He called. He calls the police. He calls the police, right? And then and also a farmer. Yeah, a farmer. He said, "I let him know." He says, "I let them know these guys were going behind houses in the backwater and heading down river." This, these was number two and three. This wasn't hasty because let's do that phone call, okay? You be the man calling to tell me the farmer down the road. Okay, ring. Hello. Hey, hey. There's some guy. This is not you. This is Harvey. This is Harvey from down the road. You mean Marcus? I'm Marcus Harvey. Yeah, Marcus yeah. Harvey. And um, I tell you, uh, there's some guys that just came in. They 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 came up in a canoe. Friends of yours? No, they don't friend of mine. They came up in a canoe. They came up in a canoe. Okay, notice how we're not even to the information yet. They came up to my house in a canoe and they tied it up to my butt. Well, what did you do? They tied it to the, my butt tree. Wait a minute. Marge, come here. It's Marge. It's Harvey from down. It's Marge is here just a second. What? Oh, do you need some help? Yeah, I need some oh, help. Okay, yeah. No, oh, you know what? She said, do you need some hemp? We have a lot of hemp. No, I need help. Oh, Look, okay. these guys are in a canoe. Why are they in a canoe? They, I don't know why they're in a canoe. It's quiet, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But they rolling. And they out there huffing and puffing. Okay. okay. 
Okay. He calls a handful of other neighbors. So handful. And he makes multiple other phone calls. Okay, meanwhile, they're outside going, wait, why are we going in circles? Dude, dude, are you handling? Dude. In about 30 to 45 minutes, they have had <laughs> eyeballs on them. They took 45. Let me tell you something. You ain't getting away nowhere. That's not a getaway. That is not you a getaway. Ain't 45 getting minutes later, nowhere. You, and this is when they call the police. <laughs> For real. They call the program and go, we, we're looking at them. No, we found them. Hey, how you doing? No, yeah. Are you coming? Are you going to bingo this week? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Um. Then it goes on. Finally, finally, for the first time in this article, they use the right adjective. Yes. A slow boat chase ensued, <laughs> and about two hours after the attempted robbery, the three men were arrested. That <laughs> mounties. I'm all done. I'm all done. Also, let me tell you something. I would be. I would be so mad. I would be so mad at the person who suggested we do this stupid caper <laughs> because what you know, these motherfuckers have been rowing for over two hours. Oh my God, they're tired. They're exhausted. Of everything else. They've been rowing and rowing. They <laughs> still can't get away. Because you know why? You know why? Your ass is in a canoe. And you're not, you're not the world champion canoeer. You're not. <laughs> Michael Phelps couldn't do that. Like, this is not a problem. A two-hour slow boat. And I want to know if they were yelling at each other. I would kill for a video. I would watch the entire two hours of, we're going to get you. Keep rowing. <laughs> Wait, you, you, that's wrong, y'all. Huh? You gonna go down? <laughs> I mean, two hours. Two hours. I'd be like, whatever. There's nothing. There's nothing <laughs> on this earth that I want to steal or take or need that's going to require me to row for two hours. And let me tell you something. They don't even speak to. There's no mention here that they had anything. No, that they'd actually successfully stolen anything from anyone. Dude, I, I, I just okay. How far away did? Because I want to how I do want to. I want to follow up how long they rode to get to here. <laughs> like because this was like a very good calorie day, but unbelievable. Next up, this is from Ellen S. This is very upsetting to me. A police chase in Oregon ended when the driver flee fleeing authorities in a stolen car crashed into a woman driving another stolen car. Everybody's car stolen. In this everybody. Situation. Everybody car stolen. Everybody. Everybody. Everybody car stolen. Everybody car. Oh, uh, I mean, every this was this frightens me. Because what it says this is, is so Florida too. Why is this in Oregon? It just says that everybody around you is doing something they shouldn't be doing. I'm like, who? okay, how many people legit own a car <laughs> in totally. this area? Because it sounds to me like they need to join forces and all park in the same place or do something to help each other out. Because basically, police were responding to a report of a stolen Toyota Land Cruiser that was driving through downtown Newburgh, apparently. The, a pursuit ensued. It lasted for several blocks, not two hours, like had they been in a canoe, 
That's right. Uh, and then it, it went on, and they really shouldn't probably, but anyway, they went on, it went on until this driver crashed into another car. Near an intersection. Yeah, that's right. So they took, the police took that driver, his name is Randy Lee Cooper of Portland, into custody. And so they then they go to the second car, in which at which point they realize that that car is also stolen from an unrelated crime three weeks ago. And the driver of that car, Kristen Nicole Begg, or Begu, was uh, also found to be under the influence. Okay, can we stop and say the car that was stolen three weeks ago? Again, the theme of this podcast has been <laughs> getaway. Okay, you were successful three weeks ago. Get rid of the fucking car. You chop shop it, sell it, but you don't. Or you do what the guy who sold my car did is you go to Vegas for the weekend and then you leave it on the side of the road. You do not drive it around, go out to the bar, get drunk, and then get in an accident. So now on top of it all, you're driving a stolen car under the influence. Oh, oh, oh. Let's review what you got. <sighs> We have the dead body that turned out to be a very dirty, broken, and overused sex doll. <laughs> Took them 30, 31 hours to realize. Oh my God. What else? Then we have the man, Randy, who sent his house on fire, he says, because of dog poo. Mm-hmm. Then we have the alleged looters with the dramatic canoe escape. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have the Oregon man driving a stolen car, crashes into a woman, driving another stolen car. Who is the idiot of the week? I'm a little bit torn here between the dead body, because it took them 31 hours to figure out that it wasn't a body, and mm -hmm. the canoe, because this is the problem I'm having. Normally, I would say, you know, I go into length of time, right? Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's a big factor for me. Like, how much time did you have to rethink this? And it seems like the canoe people and the cops had a really long time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Think about what they were doing. I have to go with the guy who set his house on fire because of uh, puppy poo. You know what? I, the only reason I'm not going for that is because we don't have a toxicology report. I do. <laughs> I understand that. I understand you know? that. It feels very messy. It, it feels really very does. messy. It smells like meth. But I just have to say that for me, Francis, there was a time in this country. Angela, there was a time. There was a time in this country that we that, that it was a fundamental. Your child, I remember, went to went to a what's the kind of educational system? Montessori. Montessori. Yes, and she did. And what was the number one rule? Was you put things back where they belong. There was That's a time right. in this country when people knew you put your toys away. Mm -hmm. Is away ever in a bush in the woods? <laughs> Only if you're a squirrel. If you're a squirrel, a bush in the woods is an appropriate place to put some stuff. But if you're not, no, that is not putting your toys away. That's mm -hmm. how we show respect. Sex doll put in effort. Time. Clearly a lot of time and effort. Way over its assigned duties. Way more than it, it sounds to me like it was supposed to be retired a long time ago. There was a time in this country we had respect for things. Yes, we did. I'm Francis Callion. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to Idiot of the Week. Week, 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 week. <laughs> <laughs>